Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. It is The Big Show. I'm Gordon Monson. Jake Scott is... Working on a tan on a beach somewhere, trying to define or distinguish the words vacation and trip. Hey, I'm Jake Scott, and I'm the newest Wahoo. Since he has two kids, four and under, you know, I'm not sure it's a vacation. It might be a trip. It's more of a trip. (laughs) More of a trip. That's Austin Horton, who, as usual, is producing, but also participating. As long as it's a trip and not a fall. Yeah. Yeah. I've... Have you taken the trip since uh, you've had the little one? Uh, we went to as far as St. George for a few days, and she was really little, like almost one when we went. And since then, we've done nothing. So was it a vacation or was it a trip? It was more of a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. It was more of a trip. We, uh, it's a lot, four hours is a long time with a almost one-year-old. <laughs> I don't know how, I would love to have been on the wall uh, on that flight with Jake and would Naz you? with their two little kids. Would you? Maybe, well, maybe not. Maybe if you were in first class. Yeah, possibly. Although I'm always very uh, sympathetic toward people with young children on a flight. You know, you always see the people. It is the big show. This is 1280, the zone, 97.5 zone. He's Austin. I'm Gordon. Uh, I think I already said that. But, you know... When someone is on a flight and they have kids and they start acting up, you see the look in some people's eyes like, shut that kid up. You know, you're really bugging me right now. And I never really understood that unless those people never had kids, which maybe they didn't. Well, and it it does depend. If the parent is making an effort at all, then you have to let you have to let it slide. What if the parent is putting on the noise canceling <laughs> headphones and watching Friends while the other, while their kids are terrorizing the rest of the plane? Then yeah, I would be the person going, "Would you get your act together?" You mean if the kid was like, for instance, you were sitting in the row ahead, and the kid is hammering you over the head with a with a plastic hammer? Yeah, and I turn and around and the father is watching a football game. <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, it's your problem now, not mine. Yeah, well, there's those parents that are like, oh, these are free-range kids we're raising. Free-range. I'm going to raise them through the ceiling if you don't hold on to them. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Free-range? Oh, yeah. Come to my ward next week. <laughs> I mean, is that... It's like Lord of the Flies is down that, there. Is, I don't know. <laughs> is that what it's called? Free-range? Uh, I don't know. That might be for chickens. Is that... <laughs> I thought that was a real term there for a second. It might, I think I've heard them. I've heard that used for kids. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah. cage-free chickens and free-range kids. That's what I'm thinking. One time I was flying back to Boston, and I had my wife, uh, Lisa, and uh, my two oldest kids. Uh, I told Jake this story, but um, uh, they were on the plane, and they were quite young at the time. And they were a little bit fussy at first, but then both of them threw up on the plane. And at that point, what do you do? And it was a red eye. So at that point, what do you do? You're stuck, right? You didn't have a parachute? <laughs> I was doing I'm out of here. D.B. Cooper out the back. <laughs> <laughs> See you in Boston. I don't know. I think Lisa was, uh, they were sitting on her side, and I think she put, like, uh, a sweatshirt down trying to sop it up. Did you let the flight attendants know? Uh, eventually. Because yeah. they usually have, like, some kind of chemical they put on there, and it makes it yeah, into crumbs, yeah. and then you sweep it away. Yeah, well, they did that eventually, but it was everyone was sleeping, you know, which might have been better. I don't know if that was better or worse, but it was dark, you know, and you couldn't see, and maybe that was better or worse. I, I don't know, but it was a difficult situation. Anyway, Jake is uh, gone with his lovely wife, Naz, and they are tripping with the two kids. Tripping. I would <laughs> imagine. Uh you know, Austin, how you doing today? You all right? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Why are you shaking your head the other direction? Because I'm getting enough hours of sleep, but they're interrupted just at the right moment to where I never get really into any REM. And is that because of the little one, or is it just because you're restless right now? It's several different factors. Uh, thank goodness for the good people at Sound Sleep Medical for their mouth mouth uh, guards mouth device because i would keep my entire family up all night with my snoring and nobody else in my family also snores and wears a mouthpiece (laughs) okay all right so that's a factor uh um there's a pregnancy going on in our family Uh the one the little one is growing and decides that nighttime is the time to kick and turn and roll and be upset and so your wife is tossing and turning and so you are tossing and turning and then you finally get asleep and the three-year-old rolls in and last night at 4 a.m as though it were noon let's play let's play <laughs> halloween she says she she's really obsessed with halloween and we, we have to play halloween at four in the morning there's no chance of her going back to sleep so, uh, so i'm tired but happy okay i think i've every, been told i feel that way everybody goes through uh stages of uh, restlessness i think for one reason or another whether it's a little one or whether you got stuff on your mind. I, someone told me once that if you wake up in the middle of the night, you've got to shut your mind off. Don't start thinking about stuff. You know, because once you start thinking about stuff, it's, it's just like a, a, a stream of water just going through your mind, and you can't stop thinking. And if you can't stop thinking, you can't get back to sleep. So shut your mind down quickly. How do you do that? Uh, well, I, I, Alcohol? I don't. What's the what's the secret here? I'm I'm game. I don't know if anybody has a solution to that. Uh, text us or, or tweet at us. That sounds whatever. like a therapist telling you, "Oh, you just shut your mind down." But then you ask the therapist, "Well, how do you do that?" Oh, I don't read this book. I don't know. There are a lot of very successful people who fall victim to this. I've talked to them over and over again, and I know some people in this market, in the sports world, who are that way. And they, you know, it's like you say, yeah, you try and combat it. You try and do something uh, with it. Uh, have you tried medication? Like uh, sleep aid? And yeah. That? When I didn't have kids, that was an option. 
When it puts but I can't necessarily just go into a ambient induced coma, <laughs> let the house burn down around me, and then just be well. I was tired. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. I've never, I've never used that. But if you do use it, do you sleep through stuff that you shouldn't sleep through? I do. If I, if <laughs> the few times that I've ever used it, like an ambient or another prescription to force insomnia for sleep. Literally, I could be uh, burned alive and not feel a thing. <laughs> How about this over-the-counter stuff? Oh, that doesn't work. That doesn't work? No, I'm, I'm from the caffeine generation, man. <laughs> that stuff doesn't touch anything. <laughs> I, I, Melatonin. Uh, what a placebo that is. That Really? Yeah. That doesn't work? Enough for me. Yeah. Well, it, it, <laughs> I've always been hesitant to take anything like that because I don't want to miss something I should, shouldn't miss. So I just bear with it you know yeah you wake up and the kitchen is painted with uh with uh things that shouldn't be painted with by the three-year-old and you're like well where were you father and mother oh we were sleeping she was just wandering through the house oh she would do whatever she wants to do can she climb out of the crib yet oh she's in a she's in a full-size bed oh so she just wanders wherever she wants she never took to the crib make sure make sure the doors are locked you so know. we do, we, we lock the bathrooms and the laundry room, but the kitchen, there's no door to the kitchen, and she's up and down the stairs however she wants. So that's another thing is I don't sleep so deep because I'm worried that she'll get up and rearrange the, remodel the home. and yeah. You know, that can be dangerous. Remodeling the home at no, three no. years old? Yeah. It's frowned upon <laughs> to let your children no, do that. If, if a piece of furniture or something of any kind is in a place where it shouldn't be, and you wake up in the middle of the night and trip over it, I know a guy was paralyzed by that. Wow, this took, we were just laughing and having a good time, and <laughs> yeah, well, I was he, about to make a joke about you wake up to the sound of a circular saw, and but now we're talking about someone being paralyzed and do yeah. this to me every time, man. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Come out of an up-tempo record. <laughs> You know, have you have you ever awakened and he tried? He tripped over a Lego and he's paralyzed. <laughs> no, but you ever step on a Lego? That doesn't feel. Oh good. yeah, I'd rather step on a, a chainsaw. <laughs> At least it's temporary pain. No, he lost his balance and hit his head on a, the base of a dresser. Oh jeez. Yeah, it, it, but he, and uh, the doctor said he wouldn't walk, and doggone it, he fought back and walked. Oh, he did. Yeah, he good did. for him. That's yeah, cool. So that was that was nice. I've got an uncle that has a similar story. Yeah, had a ski accident and said he'd never walk, and he does. So be careful out there, folks. When you wake up in the night, and you're getting up, and you don't know where you're going. It's dark or whatever. Uh, have you ever uh, awakened in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep, so you turn the TV on? Uh, I used to, for that very reason, among other reasons, we don't have a TV in our bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I that's the worst thing you can do is look at a screen. You'll never go back to sleep. Oh, I know people who fall asleep to the TV all the time. Anyway, I, I turned it on, and there were a bunch of commercials for people who I think were probably out of work or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who— uh, and, and Selling all, shoes and yeah, things? Yeah, and there's all kinds of, like, medical uh, advertisements at that time because, you know, people who are up at 4 o'clock in the morning— probably have some sort of something going on in their lives. We've talked about my as-seen-on-TV problem. If there's a product being hawked on the television, I've got it or will buy it. Give our Everything but Chia Pets. Give, give our listeners a sampling. Oh, the, the tactical sunglasses that I wear, the thing to stretch my back, uh, the <laughs> copper socks. Not the thing that that one guy gets on and he flips himself upside down. I had one of those, the, the, the teeter-hanger-upper. 
I had one of those, yeah. <laughs> the, you only have to get stuck on one of those once before you put it on the sidewalk for free. Do you do that? I got stuck on it, man. <laughs> Could There was no one home. I didn't have the abs to flip myself back over. So, so you were... Just a... hung like a bat for an hour until someone came home. So you were... Stuck upside down, huh? Yep, so I put it on the sidewalk free, and it was gone within 10 minutes. So someone out you, there got it. Are you top-heavy? <laughs> Why couldn't you flip yourself back? <laughs> Why couldn't you flip yourself back around? That, you are so lucky it's me here, because anyone else that you ask that, it's HR Line 3, pal. <laughs> are you top-heavy? <laughs> Easy, Rupert. Oh, stop. <laughs> what else do you have? Oh, oh, God. I, we have a couple knives. Uh, <laughs> Not the Ginsu we have knife. A, we have a knife sharpener. Slices and dices. Do you have a... <laughs> the, the knife sharpener, which is... That's a racket. That doesn't work. How about the one guy who does all the selling? You know, the guy who, who lacquers on that stuff on a f- screen and then... Oh, the Flex Seal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the Flex Seal? I have the Flex Seal tape. I don't have the Flex Seal <laughs> caulking. No, I don't have that yet. What? I'd love to try it. Why do you do that? Why do you buy everything you see there? It's two for nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> and it's going to fix every problem in my life. And I'm sleep deprived when I'm seeing these things. Have you, have you used the Flex tape? Yeah, yeah. Does it work? It's more or less duct tape. <laughs> You know the guy? That guy takes a hatchet to the bucket of water or whatever, and it comes flying out, and he just goes, thwap. Yeah, and he does it, like, underwater. And and I tried that. I can't get the duct tape to work underwater. I don't know. I don't the one with the hole in the hot tub or something, and he just patches it up? And... Yeah, he's got a bucket full of water. He cuts a hole in the side and then slaps the tape against it, and it seals it, and good to go. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> okay. That just fascinated me because you're somewhat of a skeptic. I am. And so I'm surprised that you would fall for every advertisement you see on TV. Got a couple sham wows, (laughs) a couple of uh, slap chops. Do you really? Oh, yeah, man. This is all truth. Yeah. I have a really cool thing that will shred your your meat for you, your chicken, your beef, whatever. Uh You just put the, the, for example, a chicken breast down in it. It's got, it's like two dinner plates Mm. uh, that have uh, Spikes on the on each of them, and you put the meat in between there, and you just spin it, and it shreds it like qu- restaurant quality shredded chicken. It's great. What's that thing that spins around that, that tosses salad and stuff? What's that all about? The salad spinner? <laughs> I don't know. I've not. I'm not. I'm top heavy. I don't eat salads. <laughs> you're you're aware of all this stuff. Yeah, man. How about yeah. like the flashlight? Oh, I've got a tactical flashlight. <laughs> I just got a second tactical flashlight for my birthday, in fact, because the three-year-old stole mine and won't give it back. So, well, Did you ever buy the music? No, I never yeah, did get anymore. into the, the CDs. The 60 songs on 18 <laughs> CDs. No, I didn't do that. All right. Well, anyway, teach his own, you know. I mean, your winning percentage on these purchases would be what? I'd say 55, 60%. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're mostly a satisfied customer. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I know what I'm doing when I buy these things. Did you get the Snuggy thing, that thing that you put on? We have a Comfy, the <laughs> Snuggy knockoff. It's more of a hoodie, and you can fit the whole family in the thing. What? That was given as a gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you haven't bought that. Somehow it's, we haven't thrown it out. I don't. We never use it, but... Uh. 
How about the pet stuff, you know, that supposedly, you know. Pet stuff? Like the Chia pet? <laughs> I've not done the Chia okay. pet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, why don't we... That uh, was on TV with Philo Farnsworth back in the day. Do we have time for this? No, but we got to. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. Let's start the split story, and then we'll just carry it over to the next segment. We apologize for goofing around here, but it's amazing to me, Austin, that I just you would be the last person that I would think would uh, fall victim to that sort of thing. Anyway. Fall victim? <laughs> it is a split story. Let's go to stop one. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jaron Hall is going to start against Arizona. He's had a great camp and he earned the job. The other guys have played well and it was a great battle. I've, I've never gone that far into camp giving everybody equal reps, but I felt like it was warranted in this case. And we did more team 11 on 11 reps than I've ever done in my career. Jaron earned the job. I told the QBs yesterday, you know, well, actually we talked about it a week ago. They've sort of known how this was shaping up. This isn't my decision. This was decided on the field by their play. Jaron deserves this opportunity. Still believe in those other guys, but I'm really excited to see Jaron play against Arizona. You know, there's nobody more pleased by being able to make that announcement than uh, A-Rod. He, uh, he's been eager to do that for quite some time. And I guess here's my thought on it. I, I mean, he said he's never gone quite this long with spreading the reps around and whatnot. Okay, so you have, you have lasted this long before you name a starter. Do you wish now that you had named it earlier? You know? Because he could have been getting all the reps uh, for the last week, at least. He, I, A-Rod did say it's actually been about a week. Has it? That the he, players have known. The players have known, but he said he was splitting reps. Up until about last week, okay. a week ago. Right. So it has been, almost, he said, almost the better part of a week that these guys have been uh, have known and they've been practicing as such that Jaron was the starter. We all figured it would be Jaron Hall, but uh, made official today. And Utah's starting quarterback has not been made official yet, has it not? No, Kyle Whittingham said, uh, in fact, it's funny how he said it. He was asked what the deal is and when they're going to announce it. He said, I guess we're doing it with a depth chart release on Thursday. I don't know. Uh, was a situation. It sounds like he would rather you never know. I'm pretty sure that, uh, that uh, the same situation exists at Utah. I mean, the players have known it's Charlie Brewer. You, know? you got to, don't you? Yeah. I mean, and he's probably been getting more reps. Anyway, the Jaron Hall thing, even though we we kind of knew this was going to happen, uh, it's interesting nonetheless because obviously Jaron Hall, a fine athlete who can uh, is mobile and can move around a little bit, but he's apparently been working with John Beck uh, over the summer. And, uh, and John was quoted uh, by Norma. Uh, at the Tribune uh, as saying that Jaron's been uh, refining something that John Beck refers to. And remember, John Beck is former BYU quarterback who worked with uh, has worked with various BYU quarterbacks. But uh, he said he was working on repeatability as a quarterback. Repeatability, Austin. What the heck do you think that means? Repeatability yeah. as a quarterback? Uh-huh. That was the word he used. That sounded like something Bowler would come up with. Uh, yeah, and the question was what now? I, it was just about asking about Jaron Hall and what he's been working on. And uh, he's a fine athlete. He can throw it. He can wing it around. 
But right. the way I interpret repeatability is just being able to make the right play at the right time again and again and again. That could be uh, what my, where my mind went immediately is does Jaron is Jaron Hall the type that gets bored with repetitive calls and repetitive situations and tries to create and uh, improvise too often? Yeah, that could be it. That's where my mind went. Yeah, that could be. Either way, it's a mental thing. Yeah. Right. And so Jaron needs to. I, I I assume the word that comes to mind is refine as a quarterback. You know, we've talked about this a thousand times about how progressing quarterbacks learn especially athletic quarterbacks, learn not to just take off running on their own, not to, to uh, take too much upon themselves, rather to learn, as we, I've said a thousand times, Austin, to, to uh, lead the symphony, to be a, an orchestra leader where you're commanding the entire offense, not just worrying about yourself, dropping back in the pocket, feeling pressure and taking off running, or or you know just going through your first progression and not reading through the entire process. And that stands to reason because he has played in games and he has started games, but he not not repeatedly. So he's got stuff to learn. We'll get more into this. Uh, sorry, we took so long talking about. Austin's purchases in the middle of the night, uh, but uh, we'll get back to it coming up. What do you got over there, Austin? Well, today we're hanging out with Andrew at Wasatch Medical Clinic, and uh, I think our listeners by now are familiar with uh, what, what Andrew has for them, but we need to remind them each and every time Andrew comes on that it's not embarrassing, it's not something that you necessarily also need to Facebook that you might be having these problems, but Andrew joins us now to talk about it. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Hey, that's right. Uh, A lot of guys are suffering in silence with ED, and it's not something you want to talk about with your friends, of course, but uh, you're more normal than you think. If you're out there frustrated in the bedroom, that's where we come in, uh, Wasatch Medical and our wave technology. We just hit 50 clinical studies, by the way, on this. It just continues to come out showing uh, this is safe at treating the root cause problem of ED, It opens up and regrows the blood vessels. It improves circulation. And a lot of guys are either improving performance in the bedroom, getting rid of their ED, or even eliminating the pill completely. What do you think is the number one reason guys might be hesitant to give you guys a call today, Andrew? I think it's probably embarrassment. Maybe there's a stigma. Uh, I do not think that erectile dysfunction and manlyhood are, are attached, but they kind of are. Um... That stigma keeps two-thirds of men from seeking treatment. I assume the relationship is what's suffering, and that's the worst thing you can do. So you guys have the science over there to get it fixed. It sounds pretty easy. Explain that and how we get it going. Well, uh, we do have the science. You can read that, by the way, at wasatchmedicalclinic.com. The best way to get going to get rid of the ED is to call us now. The initial screening assessment and blood flow ultrasound is free. A lot of guys, by the way, come in and just take the free. You don't have to take treatments. The doctor uh, will give you a gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom, and it's all no charge. So you get that assessment for free. If it turns out that you need to go further, you can do that with the good people over there. Or you've got the assessment for free. You don't really have a problem, and you go away with a great time uh, for free, right? That's exactly right. Come and get the information. Some guys say, hey, I'll call you in a year, and that's totally fine as well. Yeah, what's the number for us to call you, Andrew? 
It is 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000 or wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll get back with you in a little bit, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, coming up on the big show, uh, we'll have Matt Chazanow. Am I uh, saying that right, Austin? That's right, yeah. Matt Chazanow, Washington State play-by-play voice. Uh, at 3 o'clock, at 3.30, we'll have sound from Kalani Sataki today. At 4 o'clock, David James will join us. At 4.30, we'll hear from Kyle Whittingham. And at 5 o'clock, David Locke joins the show. We'll get back to some football talk about position battles at the schools you care about here on The Big Show. Coming up next. This is DJ and PK. Now, you believe that everything will be restored. Like if you're bald, you'll get your hair back. 27, prime of your life. So are you restored with your tats intact? Did everybody ask you when you were out in the field, so to speak? We have to go now because we have a serious topic coming out. Not this. <laughs> this is you, you're, you're potentially tro- serious? <laughs> potentially. <laughs> I love that. You don't give ground on anything, man. You don't give ground no matter what. You stake out your spot and that's it. There's I a- can't argue you that it's serious. He's got me. <laughs> but it's potentially serious. It is. Yak, has anyone ever retreated but held their ground with the line, potentially serious? What's wrong with that? Probably not. <laughs> you are a beauty, man. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's official now. BYU has chosen Jaron Hall to be their starting quarterback a week from this Saturday against the University of Arizona in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Jaron Hall spoke to the media earlier today and gave his reaction to being named named the guy. It was good, man. I mean, now the work really begins. Time to to focus in on Arizona. So for today, enjoy with my wife and my family. You know, it's fun, but uh, we've got to go win on Saturday. Kalani Sitake, uh, you'll hear from him coming up next hour here on The Big Show. This Cougars at 30 update brought to you by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Welcome to The Big Show. I'm Gordon Monson. Austin Horton is in the producer's studio. And joining us soon will be Hans Olsen, who you normally hear with Scotty, and you just did. But he's uh, nice enough to come join us as well today, since Jake is on a trip, not vacationing. And, and, and uh, we let him pick band of the yeah. day. Do you think that's a mistake? No. no Last time he so. did this, we let him pick, and he picked Fiona Apple. Yeah, but he's a music guy. Yeah, but Fiona Apple is not, okay. she's not real music. She's more noise. <laughs> more wailing. Okay, so you know? now you're criticizing his uh, musical choice. I am, yeah. 
But today he went with Coldplay, which is the vanilla ice cream. And so everyone likes it. Okay. Or pretends they don't, but they really do. And yeah. it's brought to you by, as every day, Live Nation Concerts. Buy your concert tickets. Get the latest tour news and artists insight at LiveNation.com. So it'll be really fun to talk with Hans about all this football, because it's football, football, football today. we got a little jazz stuff we want to get to, and we've got, we're loaded up with guests. But uh, I want to continue the conversation. Uh, Jaron Hall named as BYU's starter, and that's cool for, for him. Uh, I wonder how Baylor Romney, who is QB2, took that information. He's known about it for a while now because A-Rod said, like we were talking about, that this decision was sort of made earlier. It was just announced officially today. So I, I find that sort of mental game. I mean, Baylor Romney's been working as hard as Jaron Hall has, you know, and now he's QB2. So how's he feel about that? How would you feel? Yeah, about I would feel, I would feel disappointed, but I would also be encouraged by the fact that, and and this sounds sort of macabre actually, but most court, many quarterbacks don't who start don't don't take all the snaps because of either injury or situations, and I'm sure that Baylor Romney isn't sitting over on the sideline going, I hope Jaron gets hurt, although I I bet that's more common than we want to admit. Guys hoping they're the guy in front of them yeah, gets hurt, so they get their opportunity. Maybe in Northern Colorado, <laughs> in the special teams room, where the punter was stabbed by the backup punter. The backup. Yeah. Uh, I I think I would I would feel the same. I'd feel I would feel a little bit like, well, what was all this for? But almost immediately, then go, well, wait a second. This doesn't mean that I'm no good. Yeah. This doesn't mean that they won't play me if an opportunity arises. Uh-huh. It just means that I've got to be a good team guy. I've got to keep working. I got to keep preparing as though I was named the starter today, so that if that ever comes up, I don't screw it up. And there's a decent percentage, a decent chance that it will, the opportunity will come up beyond just scrub time. And uh, you know, I, I Baylor, I think uh, understands that he must. And the coach had been talking him up throughout fall camp, and this is part of the reason. They want to buck up both the guys and not make them feel like, oh, you've lost the star starting spot. You are valued. You are important to what we want to get done. And and I think the backup quarterback may be uh, one of the most important positions on the team because he's going to be called upon at some point. Yeah, and he has to sell those cool snapback hats at the bookstore. I wonder I wonder how, how Jacob Conover feels about this. He's young. He's got time. The other guys don't have as much time. What's Baylor? Is he a junior? So, in fact, A-Rod uh, talked about this very thing in his availability. You can find it at 1280thezone.com. Conover's a freshman. Right. And both Hall and Romney are sophomores because of the free COVID year. Ah. Uh, so could... they're, they're all three. Now, in a, age-wise, they're, a little, they're all three return missionaries, I believe. So they're a little older for the typical college quarterback, but – Eligibility-wise, they're sophomores and freshmen. See, that makes it a little more difficult for the freshman because he knows the guys in front of him have time, and he's eventually going to have to beat them out unless they leave. Uh, Best-case scenario for BYU to enter the draft or out of disappointment to go somewhere else. But Baylor Romney already had that opportunity. I think if he was going to do that, he would have done it by now. But I, what do I know? Well, I, don't, I don't know that for a fact. What's interesting there, Gordon, is Jaron Hall had that opportunity to go play baseball. That's right. 
And he chose to stay with BYU football, you know, a, a choice that I criticized at the time. And maybe it works out. I, if it's, I would want my uh, future to be in baseball because it's no, it's very less uh, likely I have a concussion problem. It's more money, and I play less. But I'm lazy. He's not. Unless he thinks he's better at football. He might think that, yeah. He's really good at baseball, though. Really good. And, and I have uh, I have great respect for athletes who can, whatever your sport is, whatever you th- designate your main sport to be, if you can play baseball at a high level, too, you're a good athlete. You're coordinated. I mean, hitting a baseball is really tough. Just like they say, some people think it's the hardest thing to do in sports. But if you can do that, and what thing is shortstop? I, I thought it was an outfielder, but was he? he's probably played them all. I'll ask answer that question. But anyway, I, I have great respect for, for guys who can play that sport in addition to their sport of choice. You know, these position battles in college football are tough, uh, unless the ones are so far superior to the twos. Uh, and if that's the case, then the decisions are, are pretty easy, but the results might not end up so good. Because if if... if if you're if it's an easy choice, then that means you don't you don't have a good two, right? Yeah. And this is something that uh, that that Utah had to master in order to be good in the Pac-12. Maybe not maybe not the quarterback position in every case, but in so many other cases, in so many other positions, they've had to load up so that you know that whole next man up. I get tired of hearing that. It's one of those cliches now. But I think the Utes did a really good job of doing exactly that so that they had the flexibility and the security blanket to keep playing good football, even if they lost a really good football player in front. Yeah, and by several accounts, uh, they're dealing with this at the running back right now at the University of Utah. Yeah, they've got the quarterback thing to figure out as well. But by, but, but by many accounts, the running backs are a dead heat, and they've got three, maybe four, that they're trying to decide – who's going to be the starter at that spot. But then you also want to do it in a way that, especially at a position like running back, where the guy doesn't who doesn't win the job goes, well, then I'm out of here. That happened last year. And Devin Brumfield and uh, Jordan Wilmore, good running backs. But when Ty Jordan played, they both looked at it and said, we're not going to play. He's yeah. good, so we're going to leave. He's better. Uh, well, yeah. And, 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 and that was probably the right choice for them. Mm-hmm. And no one saw the tragedy coming that happened with Ty, and that's not to be factored in here. But the point remains, you want to pick the, the starter, but do it in a way that you don't chase the next guy out to the transfer portal. Yeah. I have a hard time talking about Ty. You know, every time we bring it up, you get a little misty-eyed, you know? I mean, it's he was so good and such a bright young person who uh, had a great future ahead of him. Hans Olsen is in the building. Hans, thanks for sitting in, man. We appreciate it. I know that's when you, when you do a show and you're down there in Lehigh on remote, and you busted up mm-hmm. here to do, you know, a bunch more hours of radio. I love it. That you, tells you we're in the right occupation, Gordon. Do you get tired? No, man. I haven't worked a day in my life in 15 years. <laughs> this is so much easier than actually playing football. Talking about football is much easier than playing football for money. Now, the money is not exactly equivalent radio to football, but they still make it very much worth your time. No, what did you just say? What did you just say? In your case, it is. No, no, not in my case. You you made more playing arena football than doing this? Uh, Yeah. No, that's uh, a lie. 
Uh, in well, in if it was relative, yeah. I mean, that, that's wait, wait, wait. Everything's relative. Well, isn't it? To, to the year. So, like, at the time, yes. When when uh, you know, a hundred and something thousand was different then than it is now. Like, I see. Uh, inflation is what I'm talking. Is about. that it? Yeah. Yeah, but now that you're making three hundred grand, <laughs> even you know, Austin laughed. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we've been talking about these position battles. Yeah, you know, and you're uniquely qualified to discuss this. Although you were always a starter, weren't? No, no, you started as a freshman. No. Uh, so I, we were just talking about this. I came in and redshirted as a freshman. Okay. And then got some rotation my redshirt freshman year, and then started sophomore, junior, and senior. So what is Baylor Romney th- thinking today, or whenever he found out? I think Baylor's just happy to be at BYU. I think he's got he's got a wife that's there playing sports, and I think he's you know he's getting the degree and going in the in the direction he wants with the rest of his life, and I think he's got his life together. I don't, and I don't know Baylor personally, but I don't look at Baylor and think, well, that's a guy that's got NFL aspirations, and he's losing out. On everything, not being a starter. If he were itchy, he would have left already, right? I mean, you know, and he he stuck around. It says, says he wants to be where he is. He probably would have. Yeah, and I think he's a backup quarterback. Who was the redhead guy that was kind of the backup for was it the last two or three years? He was um, a backup, third string. It was just kind of happy, and I think he maybe started the UNLV game. Last or, name started with a G, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. He was a he he, uh, he he got a like a start against UNLV or in Vegas for a bowl game. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. I just remember interviewing him after that game, and, and that's just kind of Baylor. I think Baylor's great doing what he's doing, and he'd be a good backup. And there's probably a Critchlow. That's it. Good pull, Austin. Yeah. Uh, and I would say there's probably a. 50% chance he plays this year? Yeah. Those percentages are high based on probabilities. So he's probably thinking he, he should be thinking to himself, I better stay ready because I don't want to be on the field and embarrass myself because he could be on the field as as soon as play two. Yeah. How long was Cam Rising on the field last year when he finally won that battle? You think about how hard he fought to win that battle and then a few plays later he's gone. Yeah, and then you get Jake Bentley who's you know sitting there Twiddling his thumbs, thinking, well, "I can't believe I just lost out. I transferred and lost out to a freshman." And he's sitting there twiddling his thumbs, and there he is, second offensive drive, running in and starting the rest of the season. So, can't look at it that way. My guess is that Baylor Romney's pretty happy to be at BYU right now. So Jacob Conover, highly recruited dude, you know, great high school quarterback. Mm-hmm. What's he thinking today? He's thinking. Exactly what I was thinking my freshman year. Boy, I got a lot to learn. Hmm. And if he's being real with himself, he understands why he lost that competition. That, that competition, you know, th- there's a bit of diplomacy. You know, you've got to be diplomatic in the way you approach it and the way you handle things and, and, and all that. But there's a certain part of you, Gordon, that you just know. If... If you're in tune, you just know. Like, okay, I do need some time to season. Self-awareness. Yeah. You would hope. A lot of guys don't have self-awareness, but I do think Conover has self-awareness. So my guess is he's sitting there thinking to himself, yeah, so 
that day I went out and threw three picks in a 12-play team drive. <laughs> Boy, those corners get to those routes fast. Yeah. There should be a lot of that reflection. Mm-hmm. I was just telling Scotty the story of my freshman year. I was the highest recruited um, defensive lineman in like the history of Idaho to that point. Like I was all everything Idaho. I had Tom Osborne fly into Weezer, Idaho, on a Learjet, and you know so I had, they have an airport in Weezer. Yeah, they do a little strip. Yeah, they do. Is it dirt? Uh, it no, it's not. It's not dirt. It's paved. <laughs> you know, it is paved, but they don't have snow removal, so you can only come in at certain times of the year. What's the uh, What's that festival they do up there? The, the Weezer Fiddle Contest. The Fiddle Contest. We had to remove the festival term because it was bringing a lot of bikers, and bikers were bringing a lot of trouble. So we removed festival and just made it the Fiddle Contest, so that it would did that, keep did the, that... the trouble away. And did it? No. <laughs> Gordon, you know, my favorite thing to do growing up with my dad, he, uh, my dad loved two things. He, he loved ice cream and he loved drunken bikers. And so the bars would close at two o'clock in the morning during, during the Weezer fiddle contest or fiddle festival back in the day. And he would get, he would get me up or typically I was awake and he'd say, Hey, let's go down and watch him clear out. Cause there'd be 30 bikes lined up in front of the copper lounge, which was the premier bar <laughs> in downtown Weezer. And we go to the how, many, map, how many bars were there? <laughs> and we go, uh, there were, there were, there were seven. So we had 3,800 people. There were seven uh, functioning, high functioning bars. Uh-huh. So we go down to Maverick and we'd get the soft serve yogurt, oh, you know, yeah. the frozen uh-huh. yogurt, yeah, pile it up high. Good, yeah. And we'd sit outside the copper lounge and watch the, Bikers drunkly roll out of the copper lounge and get on their bikes and roll off. Was that a little frightening to see uh, inebriated folks uh, getting on a motor vehicle? <laughs> Allegedly inebriated. <laughs> Did they have jump let's on just tractors? Say, or? Let's just say they handle their alcohol pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More stories from Hans coming up on the big show. I want to get into the talent level as far as in the BYU and Utah programs. And where they are now. And uh, also coming up at 3 o'clock, we have Matt Chazanow, Washington State play-by-play guy. And so I look forward to uh, more colorful stories out of uh, a little town called Weezer. It's such a great town. you got so many stories out of that town. Well, it's I mean, fun. you do more than move sprinkler pipe up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we had this. Uh, uh, you know what? We'll save it. Hey, stay with us. We'll be right back. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON on your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 975-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. BYU has officially announced publicly, it's now a Facebook official, Jaron Hall is the starting quarterback for the Cougars. The University of Utah, though, only reports out of the media have confirmed Charlie Brewer to be the starting quarterback. Kyle Whittingham says that might change on Thursday. 
We'll have a depth chart on Thursday, and uh, that's how we're going to handle it. I guess somebody said that somebody made some predictions or think they know what's up. I guess they have a 50-50 shot, so they might be right. But, but we'll have a depth chart for you, a definitive depth chart on uh, Thursday. Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network, at least for a few more days. We're in the top 10 now. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. The top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It is The Big Show. I'm Gordon Monson. Austin Horton is producing this thing, and we are lucky enough to have Hans Olsen sitting in for the vacationing Jake Scott and uh, we blabbed a little bit too long. I got so caught up in your stories from Weezer that uh, our clock is wrecked right now. But, Hans, give us a tease about something I want to talk about, and we'll get more into it uh, after we have Matt Chazanel, the Washington State play-by-play voice, on at 3 o'clock or shortly thereafter. Uh, the talent level at BYU and at Utah. Can you give us a flyover on that real quick, and then we'll get into it in depth later in the show Clyde Stockey had that goal to build this thing up to the mm-hmm. point where he could go from a year last year and have have a successful year again this year. Are they to that level? With the with the depth, yeah. With the replacement of everybody, yeah. That they are. It seems to be in the offensive specialty groups. We'll see about the quarterback. Jaron's just got to stay healthy. You know, this is how I would. This is how I would compare Jaron Hall. So, let's see. Now let's name a band. Well, we'll just go Rudy Gobert because of his physical defense. Rudy Gobert is playing with five fouls with five, six minutes left in the fourth. or you know, And it's a close game. That, that's what Jaron Hall is doing right now. Because He's, of the susceptibility yes, to concussions? because the injuries and the concussions, yes. Uh-huh. So, you can't just play – with your head off. You can't just play physical like you've got to play like I want to be around for a while. Another concussion or two and you're going to have a what was the quarter the Hodge kid? What remember Uh-oh. remember the Hodge kid uh-huh. I think went out with yeah. another concussion and and was taken off the field. What was it? Shaky Smithson is another was he a Utah receiver? He was a Utah guy that would dealt with concussions. Uh, and and I think it might have cut his career short. We've seen guys, and 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 the more we learn, the more it cuts him short. He just can't afford it, so he's got to play very intelligently. And the coaching staff has to call very intelligently, and, and can't put him out there because Baylor, I think, would be good. He'd, he'd be all right, but he doesn't give you everything, all the layers that Jaron Hall gives you. And, and you don't think Connor's uh, not ready? He's not ready. Not ready because he's got a live arm, doesn't he? He's not ready. He would just make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and you would win. You'd win a couple, but you'd lose a couple based off of mistakes. What about the other positions? What about that offensive line that you study so carefully? The, the offensive line's thin. It's really thin. Huh. They can't lose one of their starting five. Well, they're gonna. Well, that's I mean, yeah. You will, and you do need to have a rotator. But 
there's two or three guys, like a guy like Connor Pay, who's a young guy, has made some real noise there. Um, Clark Barrington's brother is another grinder that I know is is continuing to get some heads turned his way. Uh, and I'm trying to think there's one other guy. But n- none of them are reliable guys that are game-proven and tested. You, you remember last year, or uh, there was the Utah offensive line, maybe it was a couple years ago. That Utah offensive line was deep. It had four rotators, and that's just not where BYU is. They're pretty thin. And is that a matter of talent or is it a matter of uh, technique? It, a talent and just time time in the program. That was the story I was going to tell you. You know, I showed up as a true freshman in 1996. It was the year John Tate came home from his mission. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in Tom Ramage's office, and John Tate walked in at six foot, nearly six foot seven. He was six six, but nearly six seven. He was huge six six, about three hundred twenty pounds with about eight percent body fat, just off a mission. And he walked into the room, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Who's this guy?" Like that—that's what you start to butt up against, you know. And 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 so these guys, some of them just need time in the system because they're going to see massive you know big dudes and you got to learn how to maneuver different weights and different sizes that you haven't had to maneuver through through high school and and the, and it's not the same through scrimmages through camp hmm. you need some experience and i i worry about their depth a little bit but the guys that they currently have in starting are as good a talent as they've had and I still think that they've got potentially three draft picks on the offensive line. I think Barrington will be a draftable offensive lineman. Empey will be probably a fourth rounder. And Blake Freeland, when when his eligibility hits, I think Blake Freeland will be, if he develops the way I see him developing, he should be a second or third rounder, much like Brady Christensen. Wow. So well, that's that's uh, so there's really good yeah. talent there. Uh-huh. All right, we'll break down BYU further and the Utes as far as talent goes and where they are right now. Uh, lucky enough to have Hans with us today who uh, has studied all this stuff. And uh, Have you forgotten more about football than Austin ever knew? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt it, man. What's foosball? I don't know. <laughs> foosball. Matt yeah. Chesnow, Washington State play-by-play voice, will join us next on The Big Show. Stay right where you are. And joining us now is Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic as well, gentlemen. 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Their approach is medical, and it's free as far as the assessment goes. Hey, Andrew. Hey, that's right. Uh, Guys, if you're out there, you've probably heard us talk about this. ED, erectile dysfunction, such a significant issue among among so many men. And Wasatch Medical, with our wave technology, uh, it opens up and regrows the blood vessels. It improves circulation. And kind of cool news, we just hit 50 clinical studies that have been done on our technology. More and more come out showing This works. It's been called the new standard of care for ED. And maybe you're listening and you don't have full-blown erectile dysfunction, but you just want to improve performance in the bedroom. We've helped a lot of guys do exactly that. You're up to date, man. It's it's no longer old-fashioned. There's no pills. There's no surgery. This is a real easy, comfortable visit, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And what we're finding is that couples – 
although it's it would be great to plan intimate moments or schedule intimate moments, they really don't want to do that. It doesn't happen. People want on-demand function in the bedroom. The pill doesn't give you that. This is the only thing, as far as I know, wave therapy, it's the only thing that can deliver blood flow where you want it, when you want it, backed by science and totally safe. Someone out there has a a problem, they think they need to get it looked at, but they're hesitant. How discreet do you keep things for them? It's really discreet. You come in, you'll meet with a male doctor. That's the first thing, can kind of relate to the issue. Um, And you'll be put into a room. It's a confidential environment. And you'll be able to ask all the questions prior to starting. So this is not any kind of uh, assessment where there's an obligation. You can come in, ask your questions, think about things, and come back at a later date if you'd like. 801-901-8000. If they call today, Andrew, you're throwing in a bunch of free stuff. Yeah, that assessment that I mentioned, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound with our MD, that's all free. And the very popular gift, I am yet to see this fail, produces immediate results in the bedroom. Uh, All of it is totally no charge. 801-901-8000. It's Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. More of the Big Show up next. We continue our football season preview. The Utes and the Cougars both taking on Washington State this coming season. Their play-by-play voice, Matt Chazanow, is next here on the Big Show. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. I know that there's a lot of different rumblings and there's been a lot of different news about starting quarterbacks, but if you were listening to Scotty and I all through camp, there is no breaking news. It's just the same old news that we've been talking about. We all knew it was going to be Charlie Brewer. And you may have heard people say, oh, it's closer than you think. And Cam Rising put a heck of a battle up there, but it was always going to be Charlie Brewer. I always talked about, you know, Cam Rising is, he won a quarterback job there once, but you saw the quarterback, he won the job over yeah charlie brewer is much better there was a nice battle but at no point and this should be more reassuring to utah fans than anything at no point did cam rising actually take that job back from charlie brewer hanson scotting weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network